Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Today is Thanksgiving Day, and we're going to reflect on our blessings that we have in this country. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me on Faith and Freedom is Holly Mead. Well, Thanksgiving is not only a time to express gratefulness to God for His provisions, but also a time to teach others about our incredible heritage in the United States of America. Public acknowledgments of the providence of God have been part of our history and traditions from the beginning of this nation, from the pilgrims to the founding era, to the Civil War, and even today. And it is important that we share the true meaning of Thanksgiving. Yeah, because today's in the media and today's culture, they're trying to censor out our you know, religious freedom, uh, history, and what the pilgrims went through, and all of that to, to, you know, today's not just a day where we all sit together and eat. There's great history involved in this. And, you know, there's a incredible attack against these Judeo-Christian foundational values that ultimately make America what it really is and has been as this country of religious freedom. And that's why we are in a credible culture war. So as we gather today, not only give thanks, but recommit ourselves to fight for these values that undergird America. In fact, if you go back to George Washington's Thanksgiving proclamation, it reveals important information about the meaning of the First Amendment. On Friday, September 25, 1789, the Bill of Rights was ratified in the United States Senate. The First Amendment was approved by Congress and sent out to the states for final approval. However, after the framers completed the Bill of Rights, Elias Boudinot, a member of the House of Representatives, said he could not think of letting the session pass without offering an opportunity to all U.S. citizens to return thanks to God for his many blessings. That same day, the U.S. House passed the following resolution. And this is the resolution based upon his recommendation. Resolved that a joint committee of both houses be directed to wait upon the President of the United States to request that he would recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peacefully to establish a constitution of government for their safety and happiness. And you know, as a result of that, Matt, um, President George Washington declared November 26, 1789, a National Day of Thanksgiving to thank God for the Constitution and our new American government. It stated, whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God, to obey His will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a new form of government for their safety and happiness. Isn't that incredible? Yes, I mean, it goes powerful. back Thanksgiving, the first yeah. proclamation from 
our first president and this joint committee of both houses wanted the president to do this. So this was a broad-based effort to return thanks to God. And it's we need incredible. to get back to that in our in our uh, houses of Congress, I believe. <laughs> well, what an amazing beginning to our nation, mm -hmm. and obviously even to get to that point. You know, George Washington has so many different stories of miracles, the crossing of the, you know, the, the river, the Delaware, the uh, fact that Washington was not shot and killed during the Revolutionary War, even though there were a lot of holes in some of his uh, clothing that he wore, meaning that the bullets came that close as the coat and the, some right. of the clothing was flying in the wind as he was galloping on the horse. Bullets came that close to him, but his body was preserved. Incredible interventions of God of a small group of people, frankly, that were not trained in war, that were not equipped to fight the one of the strongest, if not the strongest, military on the planet, the British Army. They did not have the ships. They did not have all the kind of ammunition and training uh, that the British had. And yet they were resolute that they would fight for life and liberty, even if they had to sacrifice their own lives. So as they're coming through this process, and as they come to the First Continental Congress, and Benjamin Franklin, uh, he wanted to uh, have that moment of time for prayer when the Constitutional Conventions uh, were falling apart. Benjamin Franklin gathered the people together and said, I've lived a long time, and there's these inevitable proofs that God governs in the affairs of men. Mm -hmm. And if a sparrow cannot fall without his knowledge, how can a nation rise without his will? And so they gather together for prayer. Out of that comes the United States Constitution. Out of this comes the first uh, amendment that's part of the Bill of Rights, and they gather together to give thanks to God. So as we gather together, remember that incredible history, and it's that right. incredible history, it's those foundational principles that are under attack. And there's so much foundation in prayer. I mean, that same year in 1789, the Protestant Episcopal Church, of which President Washington was a member at that time, announced that the first Thursday in November would become the National Day for Giving Thanks, quote, unless another day would be appointed by the civil authorities, unquote. And in fact, by 1815, the various state governments had issued 1,400 official prayer proclamations, almost half for times of thanksgiving and prayer, and the other half for times of fasting and prayer. But then it was a woman, Mrs. Sarah Hale, who deserves most of the credit for the adoption of Thanksgiving as an annual national holiday that we celebrate today. For two decades, she persevered and contacted presidents trying to promote the idea. And finally, during the darkest days of the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln responded in 1863 and issued a formal proclamation passed by an act of Congress that set aside the last Thursday of that November as the first annual National Day of Thanksgiving and Praise. And that Thanksgiving proclamation called Americans to prayer with optimism and genuine thankfulness, uh, noting that no human counsel hath devised nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. 
Three months earlier, the Battle of Gettysburg had occurred, resulting in the loss of approximately 60,000 American lives. And while President Lincoln walked across the thousands of graves there at Gettysburg, he committed his life to Jesus Christ. Lincoln said, when I left Springfield to assume the presidency, I asked the people to pray for me. I was not a Christian. When I buried my son, the severest trial of my life, I was not a Christian. But when I went to Gettysburg and saw the graves of thousands of our soldiers, I then and there consecrated myself to Christ. Amen. It's an amazing story. You don't hear about that in the history books, do you? You don't hear about that in the history books, no. But we have an incredible story, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Mm. Uh, we have um, a little booklet called the New England Primer that we have distributed from time to time. And that little booklet was used in American public schools up through the early 1900s. Next to the Bible, it was the most printed and certainly the most influential book in American education. By far, the Bible was the most influential book in the founding era. Uh, nothing compares to it when you look at quotes of the founding fathers. Uh, their most uh, highly quoted book was by far the Bible. Again, there's just nothing that comes close in second place. Everything is down from there. The New England Primer was also part of our educational system. And uh, for several hundred years, the young children in schools learned their alphabets. In Adam's fall, we sinned all, having to find the Bible mind. Christ crucified for sinners died. They learned the Lord's Prayer. They learned a shortened version of the Apostles' Creed. They learned about a group of small uh, band of missionaries that were willing to give their lives for, shedding, for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. All that was part of our history and heritage. If you go back to, for example, when we expanded beyond the original 13 colonies, the Northwest Ordinance, said that uh, when we expanded to those colonies, religion and knowledge being necessary to good government and the happiness of mankind, schools and the means of education shall be forever encouraged. Schools were there to inculcate these religious values and principles. Stand firm on these values because they're clearly under attack. Enjoy this day with your family and your friends and be thankful. Give thanks to God for our blessings and recommit yourself to stand and fight for these liberties. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.